MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game alive. We'll keep you up to date with all the games that are going on. We'll give you some picks for the games that haven't uh, started uh, yet. Uh, Memmans are off and running. Uh, right now, and uh, the Pelicans are off to a good start uh, so far. One of their better starts. Um, no, actually, you know what? They started off pretty hot against uh, against Utah, uh, Utah. And then they fell apart. Yeah, yeah 19, 19 eight early uh, right now. A little lower scoring actually. The in game number has already dropped about ten points. Um, the uh, the Pelicans are are leading nineteen to eight. Uh, so we still have time to get in on this baseball uh, right now at seven oh five. So we sort of attack each game. As they go off the board, what do you make of this, uh, Cam? Are you tempted with Philadelphia here? Philadelphia on the run line is plus one twenty even. You get plus a run and a half, or the Yankees just get to roll them here. Man, Garrett Cole, as we talked about earlier with Walsh, he just doesn't lose games, Cam. That's the problem. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like. Yeah, I, you look for an excuse to take the Philadelphia Phillies with Jake Arietta, Gabe, but you, you can. And Arietta, for your bet, sometimes he gives up some long balls, right? So that's kind of an interesting thing they got going on there. But yeah, Cole's 290. You got to have a dance partner. But if you do like the Yankees, minus one and a half, you still have to lay uh, 142 on FanDuel for them on the run line. Uh, maybe you attack this game with runs. The Yankees have been scoring. It's nine. They should be able to get to Jake Arietta. And conversely, uh, Cole will give up a few, but I don't know, Gabe. Like, we have so much going on tonight. Like, I can't bet every game, but yeah, the Yankees should win. I'm not just blindly betting the Phillies because they're an underdog. Yeah, I know. We can't, uh, you can't force it. You can't. It, basically, the Yankees are hot right now. And I don't want to get in front of this. I, I just don't want to get in front of the, their bats. Mm-hmm. We talk about, um, you talk about Garrett Cole. And Cole not uh, losing. He's on a career-high 18-game winning streak right now, guys. 18-game winning streak. He is unbeaten in his last 24 starts. The last time he lost a game that he started was uh, May 22nd, 2019. May 22nd, 2019. He's 4-3 and three with a 3.38 earned run average and seven career starts against the, uh, the Philadelphia uh, Phillies, who have finally been cleared after being shut down due to COVID-19. Now it's the uh, St. Louis Cardinals Cardinals, uh, turn to be uh, shut down. As the Cardinals went to the casino. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Come on, guys. Casino? Like, why don't you just go? Can we have casino night at somebody's place with masks? I don't even know if you could do that. I don't know what the hell's going on, Gabe. Like, you talked about this before quarantine. These people just don't know how to quarantine. You know, we should be be giving lessons on, like, how to stay in the same place for a while. But just stupid and irresponsible. Now, 13 guys have it. Good luck. It's a shortened season. You don't have to make up one game, Gabe. That was a four-game set that got postponed. 
four-game set against an American League team. Good stuff, fellas. Yeah, they're getting backed up. That's the problem. These teams mm-hmm. are going to be backed up, and even though they can try to make the games up, they put themselves in a tough position. You know what I mean? If you know, all right, we got eight games to make up, and we better win six yeah. of them because the Cubs keep rain-ups? waiting. Yeah. yeah, then suddenly, suddenly the pressure, uh, the pressure is on. It's a strange season, you know. At least it's not the end of the world. They're they're getting through it right now. It was sort of be to, this was to be expected in a couple of teams, and games would be rescheduled. I totally expected uh, this, but it's up mm-hmm. to the players. It's up to the players to be uh, as responsible as they possibly can, because there's really no safety protocols that are being put in place. And it's the same thing with the National Football League. I'm reading NFL coaches are saying they're basically on their own. Like, it's up to them to try to keep it as safe as possible. All right, we welcome our radio audience uh, once again. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I'm Renzi. We're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, in-game, live. We gave you a bunch of picks. Now we track the picks, except we still have uh, time to get uh, to get more picks in. So Cleveland and Cincinnati delayed right now by rain. Of course they are. I had Sunny Gray over six and a half. Uh, we got Philadelphia and the Yankees uh, coming up. Philadelphia and the Yankees are coming up. My only bet in this game is I have Aaron Judge to hit a home run at uh, plus 280. Aaron Judge to hit a home run at plus 280. Jacob DeGrom and the struggling 3-7 and seven New York Mets take on the Atlanta Braves, who are not struggling. The Braves are rolling right now. They've won 70% of their games. And we're already, so we're basically 20%, uh, more than 20% of the season. Good start for the Braves at 7-3. and three. They got Soroka on the hill here tonight against DeGrom. And as good as DeGrom is, they never win when he pitches. So it's Braves you or know pass. What? People are betting the Braves, and I'm going to take the Mets. They've been a dumpster fire, but it, DeGrom always gives them an honor, honest effort. He's still a better pitcher than Soroka. This was the same matchup at the start. I think it was the first game of the season. The Mets won one nothing in that game. Um, the total's eight. I think uh, the Mets can get it done, Gabe. It's basically 20 cents now. So people are betting the Braves like they, they know what's going to happen there. The Mets, they got they got a couple sluggers who are in slumps, but I love the pitcher that they put out tonight, and it's almost a pick and price now. I might have a small play on, on the New York Mets tonight. This is where I jump in. Pittsburgh Pirates at Minnesota this evening. Derek Holland on the hill. Lewis Thorpe uh, goes for the <laughs> Minnesota Twins. And basically it's... Yeah, basically it's uh, bullpen start night tonight uh, for Minnesota. Yes. Homer Bailey, um, you know, Homer Bailey's injured, so it's it's a bullpen start night uh, tonight. Except I'll take a bullpen start night. The Minnesota Twins have a good bullpen, fourth ranked bullpen in the league, and you get the Pittsburgh Pirates coming in here, just two wins against two of the Milwaukee Brewers, who suck. Um, I guess they won one one against the Brewers and one against uh, the Cardinals, right? So. Nevertheless, they're two and seven. Minnesota are a good baseball team, Cam. Seven and two. It's quite a little bit of a price uh, here, but is it a run line play? What are you doing with this game, if anything? Well, I'd probably take the Twins and the Yankees in a parlay. Then game life continue. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To 
to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In-game live continues. I'm Gamble Brunsey. Can get it with a raging redhead cam store. Get on the grid. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates uh, right now or whatever uh, platform you're listening or watching us on. All right, so we got Major League uh, Baseball uh, that has uh, begun. Unfortunately, Cincinnati and Cleveland delayed by rain uh, right now. We are taking Aaron Judge to uh, to hit a home run again. Plus 280, Aaron Judge to hit uh, a home run uh, this evening. Six home runs in the last five games uh, for the Judge jury. And executioner. Um, Dallas Stars and the Vegas Golden Knights playing hockey right now. That's one nothing except yep. focusing more in on the real games, the playoff games. We've got the Montreal Canadiens and the Pittsburgh Penguins on the board tonight at um, 8 o'clock Eastern time. And then a late game uh, tonight, the Chicago Blackhawks and a desperate Edmonton Oilers team that's going to need to come back and win. The Oilers are now plus 144 if you think they're going to come back and win um, the series at FanDuel right now, plus 144. And I just put a parlay together. I took the Minnesota Twins, parlayed with the Edmonton Oilers. And you take the Twins, and it turns the Edmonton Oiler pick into plus 155. So that's how I'm going to approach this. Hopefully the Twins can win, put a little play on this, and then suddenly instead of laying the juice with the Edmonton Oilers uh, tonight, I got the Oilers at plus one fifty-five this evening. That's how I'm approaching. I like that. that. So, yeah, Minnesota Twins, fair- Edmonton Oiler parlay plus one fifty-five. It's a good approach. Uh, I I think that's the way you got to do it. You know, you t- you turn it into plus money there because it's a bullpen. Minnesota should be able to take care of business. Uh, as for the game that is going on now, Gabe, I will say this: the Knights are without uh, some stars on the on their team like Pacioretty and a couple other guys, whereas Robin Leonard, um, you know, they they went out and got this guy, and he's been absolutely stellar since he's been with the Golden Knights. His goals against is impeccable. His save percentage, I think, is nine like 960. It's been insane how good he's been with this team. I like the under. Right now the total's four and a half, but it's plus 120 to the under. I don't think we get five goals in this Dallas-Vegas game in play for in-game live. I'm going under. You could put uh, another log on the fire there. I don't think we get to five goals. All right, Cam's pulling the trigger on the under of the Dallas Stars and the Vegas uh, Golden Knights. Let's get people caught up to date right now. What's going on in this Pelicans and Memphis uh, game? The Pelicans were off to a great start. Memphis mm-hmm. have gone on a little bit of a run right now, 26-22. 26-22, new in-game uh, number. Pelicans minus 4.5, total 224.5. When I say 26-22 uh, as well, they're into the second quarter of play. Which, you know, you had that crazy high number. So the first quarter of play, they combined to score 48 points, guys. Wow. Fantastic. We we said we warned people, Gabe, about this one. Like, don't, you know, you're going to go blindly betting overs all the time. And we talked about the strategy. Memphis doesn't want to get in a track meet with these guys. Uh, The Pelicans are going to want to play that style. It's a contrast of style. But, yeah, take a look at the original number. It's 13 points below right now so uh yeah under players if you got that's a great start for you and now uh in game if you like the over and you think it's going to open up you get a real real nice price there so that's the way you could play it but uh yeah so far uh it's an under game still a little too high for me i'm not ready to jump in at 224 yeah i like that you see that's the discipline i know you wait for a better number then you come in that's the way that's the way you yeah if do i it, see a 216 right? 217 and not ballpark then i'll pay attention but 
I'm not exactly. getting suckered in yet. I'm not. I'm not nope. getting suckered in yet uh, to this. Don't to this fall total. for it. Memphis. Memphis are going to want to make this an ugly game, right? Memphis don't want like you know they they don't want to go up and down the court. They're more suited uh, to play half court uh, style basketball. Um, looking at the uh, the numbers uh, here uh, so far, Brandon Ingram's got eight points. Zion Williamson's uh, got uh, five points. Zion Williamson's got uh, five points in four minutes. They really, they're really not playing him all that much since he's come back. I don't know if they don't think he's in shape. They don't trust him defensively, for whatever reason. We'll see if if his if his uh, if his minutes increase here uh, at all. So twenty six twenty two there tonight. Pittsburgh Penguins, Montreal Canadiens should be uh, should be a, a fun uh, hockey game. The Pittsburgh Penguins in a five game set. We've talked about this, guys. We went back to 1986. That was the last time the National Hockey League had five-game series. The team that won game one of the five-game series won all eight of them. In the 80s as a whole, there was 56 game ones of five-game series. The team that won game one won 49 of the series. It's that big. It's like, Cam, you put it into perspective. It, it sounds like, oh, you're only down one game to none. But the fact is, you've got to win three out of four games now. There's yeah. four games left in a five-game series. You've got to win three of them. Like, you really don't have a lot of room for error right now when you drop. And then psychologically, when you're down two games to none, it's a problem. And then thirdly, Kim, a lot of times when teams will be down in a series, they sort of get a natural bump going back home. You know, like, all right, we lost the first two games. We're going home. Yep. We never lose at home. We're going to win at home. We'll tie the series up at two, and we'll be even again. There is no natural bump right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is no bump. Like, you're playing there's, Yeah, you're playing the same team, same ice. There's no enthusiasm. There's no fans to carry you. It's just reality. And I think, you know, once you're down to nothing, I don't know. I think you're going to see teams go down, especially in the NBA. NHL, I don't know. We'll see. NHL teams have a lot of fight in them, but are both teams going to even it up tonight? That's what you're taking. You're going to take Pittsburgh to even it up, yeah. and you're going to take Edmonton a, to even it up? Yeah, it could be a big mistake, but uh, I, I I really believe in Pittsburgh in this game, and I think Edmonton will make the adjustments, Gabe. They were totally outplayed, but that's the thing. I like the goaltender switch, You're and you, were, you brought up a good point. It wasn't Mike Smith's fault. Only one or two goals tops, like a lot of deflections, but sometimes you have to do these things, and I got to hand it to teams that actually took chances. Let's take a look. Uh, Minnesota decided to go with a backup goaltender in Staylock. They won. The Columbus Blue Jackets went with Corpusello, their backup. They won. Sometimes you have to make these decisions. Mike Smith's a little long at the tooth. Maybe Koskinen can, you know, I've seen him play live a few times. He's very streaky when he's on. He's great. Um, and Edmonton just has to play a better team game. I'm with you. I'm glad that, you know, you put the parlay together there. But I like the Penguins and Oilers. And you're right, man. You go down 2 nothing. you're in big trouble. Like, how do we tack the, uh, the Rangers-Carolina game? Uh, the Rangers might already have their door pack, and uh, they might be gone. And Carolina's a damn dangerous team, man. They're fast and good. Yeah, don't they play again? Like, um, you know, it's, it's Winnipeg yeah. and uh, Calgary play again tomorrow. Like, just like yep. that, there's not even, like, an off day. Like, they're they're right back no. at it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Craziness. Like, when there's no, like, oh, you know, we have a couple of days off. We're going back home. We can regroup. There's not a lot of regrouping going on. That's what I'm saying. Like, no. to me, the I don't think the Penguins are in a panic, all right? The Penguins have won Stanley Cups. They've got guys that have won yeah. gold medals. They played in the Olympics. You know, they got big-time guys. So they're not in a panic. They know the importance, but I don't think they're in a panic, per se. The Edmonton Oilers a little bit different. They don't have a lot of playoff experience. They, you know, they're experience, generally they're just underachievers. And like that for like if put it this way, my like if the Montreal Canadiens take a lead, one nothing tonight. Let's say they score a goal seven minutes into the game. Pittsburgh's not panicking on the bench. No, you know they're what I mean. Not. They're they It's just another game. Like we're fine. Don't worry. We'll we'll, we'll tie this up in a minute. We're gonna score the next goal. Edmonton go down one nothing. Can imagine? Just imagine tonight, Chicago scoring the first like three four minutes tonight. Mm -hmm. 
Don't tell me that the bench on Edmonton's going. Oh boy, here we go. You know, you, this is you know bad. what the crazy this thing is? is? Bad. It doesn't work. It doesn't work for Edmonton in either way, Gabe, because they scored the first goal of the game and it was a great goal. Then they slept, and yeah. Chicago scored four straight. Right? Like yeah, they that's gave the it up thing. ten like, seconds are, later. Yeah, I know exactly. It's like, what are you guys doing? All of a sudden, you score and you don't play any defense. Like Edmonton is not a very what's what's the word disciplined? Uh, you resilient. know, no attention to detail. Yeah, resilient is a good word. Yeah, they don't really they don't play a lot of good defense and they hang out their goaltender a lot if I was a goaltender on the Oilers I'd be frustrated with the guys in front of me but they got to play a better team defense and you said it that includes McDavid I don't care how good you are as a player bud in the playoffs you have to be a two-way player it doesn't matter if you're one of the most naturally skilled players in the league if you can't play defense it's like the Zion thing that you brought up sure you're scoring points yeah. but your def- defense is deplorable it doesn't work you have to and you know playoff hockey Marenzi this is not our first rodeo that's why those gritty teams that play the two-way game and suffocate you do well if you like the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Edmonton Oilers to come back and even the series is tonight, a Oiler Penguin parlay is plus 175. Plus 175. Pretty uh pretty uh fat and juicy odds uh right there. If you like uh if you like the two teams to come back right now, plan uh to FanDuel. Oh, came down to plus one seventy-four. My bad. Plus one seventy-four. Still. Um, yeah, but I'm taking the Montreal Canadiens. All right, we'll give you some more picks on the other side. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, Cam Stewart with your NBA update and Sports Grid update. If you want the capping edge, get on the grid. We got playoff hockey. We got NBA basketball right now. Let's go. The Toronto Raptors beating the Miami Heat 107-103. was the first game off today. Freddie Van Fleet with a career-high 36 in the win. Big game for him. Indiana, they beat Washington 111-110. The final Denver over OKC. Crazy game. 121-113 to in overtime. We have a game in progress right now. The New Orleans Pelicans, they're up on Memphis 34-25. 10 minutes in the second period. We got some awards to hand out as well in the NBA. Mike Milwaukee Bucks head coach Mike Budenholzer and OKC Thunder, Thunder bench boss Billy Donovan voted coaches of the year by the NBA Coaches Association. The NBA adjusting its protocol for players who produce inconclusive coronavirus tests. An asystematic player in quarantine who gets a negative first retest. 
can now also play if he tests one hour before tip. NHL playoffs continue. Their Carolina Hurricanes on the brink of moving on. A 4-1 to win there. They beat the Rangers, and they're up 2 to nothing in the best of five. One more, and they're through the Winnipeg Jets without stars Shockley and Lane. Beat the Calgary Flames 3-2. to Gutsy win. That best of five now tied at one. Tampa Bay needed overtime. They beat Washington 3-2. to Caps blue liner John Carlson not in the lineup. He had an in- undisclosed injury later tonight. We got the Edmonton Oilers and Chicago. Miko Koskinen makes his first playoff start for Edmonton in that game. The NHL's bubble has worked seamlessly. The league recorded zero positive coronavirus test belief between July 27th and August 1st. Over 7,000 tests administered. Let's talk as for the bubble teams doing really, really well in the sports and hockey and basketball. Thriving baseball continues to have major problems. A total of 13 players in the Cardinals organization testing positive for COVID-19. That series versus the Detroit Tigers, the four-game set has been postponed by the league. At least a few Cards players went to a casino prior, and 13 people have the outbreak right now. The Field of Dreams game between the Cardinals and White Sox, August 13th, has been canceled. It's due to logistics, not COVID-19. Actor and former WWE star Dwayne The Rock Johnson and two partners have bought the XFL for around 15 million dollars before the revamp football league was set to be sold via auction it appears johnson will take an active role in bringing the 18 league back the rock has a lot of money worth an estimated 320 million cleveland star uh, brown star receiver odell beckham jr doesn't think the 2020 season should be going ahead because of covid19 he thinks the owners are greeny there and we have baseball updates right now the yankees a home run gave wrong guy though dj lemayhew he went deep one to nothing yankees in the top of the second mets and braves scoreless in the bottom of the first inning we got the Reds game in a rain delay. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your Sports Grid News and betting update. Now back to Gabe Berenci on In Game Live. In Game Live continues. I am Berenci. Throw it down with a raging redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart. Uh, great, uh, great night of sports uh, here tonight. We've got NBA uh, basketball. Not playoff basketball, uh, but teams trying to get in uh, to the playoffs. And we do have NHL playoff hockey uh, this evening, we'll get you caught up to date as far as the schedule is concerned, as the the numbers for tomorrow's games, because uh, they'll be on before we're on uh, tomorrow. Yes. So uh, Cam likes the under four and a half in the Dallas Stars Vegas Golden Knights uh, game. There at the uh, the first intermission, we have the Montreal Canadiens and the Pittsburgh Penguins coming up uh, here in about thirty five uh, minutes uh, time. The Penguins are now minus one seventy five at FanDuel. The Canadians are plus 150. The total is five and a half. I was on the Canadians in game one. Ah, it's tough. It's it's tough, but I think the, I think the game's price. a toss-up. I can't make it. I'm not telling you, oh, the Canadians are the better team and they're going to win. But to me, the game is a toss-up, and I'm getting plus 150 in a toss-up uh, setting. I'm going to pull the trigger with the under, too, Cam. I mean, the way these unders have been cashing, I'm not getting in front of this. And then the late game here this evening, man, you know I don't bet a lot of hockey overs, but I think I'm going to take the over five and a half in this Edmonton-Chicago uh, game. And uh, let's yeah. hope Edmonton, I'm, I'm taking Edmonton. Edmonton wins, let's say, 4-2, 5-3 or something like that. That'd be fantastic. I, I love your score. <laughs> that would be perfect. And then then we can get the Oilers to plus so, so money. Let you know, I have piece. no control over the score, right? I just said oh, it. Oh, I know. But but I, 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 can't, but man, just... I can't make that happen. <laughs> I'm just hoping Gambler's listening because that's a perfect score with Edmonton winning the game for all of us. And I got to tell you, if you do like the dogs, um, you know, sorry, the series dogs. So, so Pittsburgh is minus 175, as you said, and the Oilers are laying a buck 35 in that game, Gabe. If you're, if you're going to lay the juice or parlay them, I think you have to come back to the series prices because if they do tie up the series, Pittsburgh will become a, a favorite over Montreal and they should probably win. And if Edmonton ties it up with Chicago and figures something out, they'll be a favorite too after getting a plus price tonight. So it's interesting the way you attack these games. I'm going to parlay both favorites to plus money, and I'm also going to take them on the series prices because that line will shift big time. As you talk about, we're not talking about winning four games. It's three, and if both of these teams tie up the series, that's big time. Uh, other games coming up uh, that will be played tomorrow before we're back uh, with game-time decisions tomorrow at 6 Eastern. The New York Islanders, minus 130 against uh, the Florida Panthers. Hard not to go to the uh, the well once again with the under in this one, you got to lay 45 cents, minus 145, under five and a half. That game is at noon uh, Eastern tomorrow. Arizona and Nashville, big game, big game for the Nashville Predators uh, here, Kip. They were a team 
that basically all the hipsters and betters and you know yep. hockey insiders and experts basically everybody picked Arizona even though technically Nashville were the favorites slight favorites big game for them they 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 dug themselves a hole they were down 3-1 they had to fight back they end up losing 4-3 now they're minus 135 uh, favorites uh, cab tomorrow afternoon 2:30 eastern time Arizona Nashville over under Am five I and a half. Am I a sucker going back to the well? Um, Arizona came back in that game. It was too little, too late game. Take a look at the penalty difference in the game. Arizona killed themselves in the first. They were just stupid. It was a stupid hockey game. They played undisciplined. I think they understand something. Uh, this is a uh, you talk about must win. I know you got to win three games, but you go down two to nothing in the series is what you said. It's huge. It's like being it's like being down three to nothing or three to one. It feels like um, I like Nashville minus one thirty. Seems like a price that we can deal with, Gabe. As for the total, it's five flat. Uh, the last game, I know a lot of people took the under. It went over. I think I, no, I was even on the under. Minus one thirty five, five and a half. Cam, it's five and, oh, a half five and a half minus. Yeah. Okay. So as I just stated, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's minus five and a half, minus one forty five. It actually just moved to uh, to minus one fifty right now. So it's five. It's five and, and a half. Yeah, I don't know what to do with. Uh, I'd lean under in in that game. Uh, that's tough. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I like I like Nashville on the side. I think that's uh, the play right there. All right, the Toronto Maple Leafs. That game is also five and a half. The Leafs are minus one sixty. The Blue Jackets are plus one thirty five. That game is um, in the afternoon uh, tomorrow as well. Man, what do we, we got a weird schedule uh, tomorrow of times like um, with, yeah. with East Coast teams and West Coast teams playing just a weird times uh, of the day. Uh, but you got Columbus and Toronto. Toronto didn't really play poorly no, in game no. one. It's not like they played poorly, but, you know, it's a problem for them that, you know, they couldn't score yet. They, they're not, they're, they don't play playoff-style hockey naturally. So I give them credit. They found themselves in a playoff-style hockey game, hard-hitting Eastern Conference, tight-checking type of game, and they held their own. I mean, they were they were in it. Uh, but, you know, it's there's no moral victories in professional sports. There's no moral victories no. in a five-game series. Freddie Anderson made some big saves for them, but at the same point in time, it's always the way, man. Early goal, third period of a scoreless game or a 1-1 game when both goalies are playing well, usually it's a bad goal that'll get let in somehow, and that's what happened. And then the Leafs just started to press a little bit. They're in tough. I mean, they're not going to come back and win three straight if they lose this game uh, tomorrow. They just don't have that playoff pedigree. And they need to score the first goals of the game. Um, minus 160, five and a half. What do you what do you make of that game? It's hard. It's hard to back the, the Leafs when you see how good Columbus play, and they they have a perfect system. And I got to give Tortorella and the organization credit too. The players that they've called up are just lightning fast, and they really frustrated Toronto. Um, you said it though, Gabe. They had chances. They hit a couple bars. That's life. You know, it's playoff hockey. You still have to get through those uh, adverse times. I know. I'm not really in the mood to lay 160 with Toronto, but. It, they understand how big this game is. And Columbus, they're not gonna they're not gonna be world beaters, Gabe. Maybe the total, like, do you see another under in this game? Like, or is it just gonna open up all of a sudden? I don't know what to do because I'll tell you one thing, if the Leafs try to open it up and don't get back, Columbus will expose them on the counterattack. But it's a lot of juice for Toronto, even though I think they do come back and tie the series. No, I think it'll be another low scoring game, lower scoring game. Uh once again. We're seeing, man. These the playoffs is is tight checking. It just is. The only time, you know, if a game's going to go over in the playoffs, it's usually just because a team melts down, right? Like one Mm -hmm. team's terrible and they get blown out or a goalie falls apart. Uh, But if everything sort of sticks to the game plan and the script, it should stay under the number like the Rangers games have, uh, 2-0 to the under in the Rangers games. So, um, yeah, Leafs uh, Leafs and the Jackets are at 4 o'clock Eastern. Florida and the Islanders, noon Eastern, as we talked about. Arizona and Nashville, 2.30. And then it's pretty crazy. If any of these teams deserved a break right now and a couple of days off, it would actually be Calgary and Winnipeg. You know, know. These, these guys, are they're beating <laughs> they're the crap out of other. each other for real. Like, there's injured players. They're slashing each other. Yeah. Fight. Like, it's bad. Yeah. Like they, It's not just made up. They don't like each other. And here no. they are. They just, So they played a violent game on Saturday. 
They roll them out on Monday afternoon, and then boom, they're back on the ice tomorrow afternoon out there. Kudos to the Jets, though, Gabe. They won without Shoffley and Line and Appleton. Like, a good young player and two of their best players, they won the game today. They were up 2 to nothing. Calgary tied it up, and then Eller scored a late goal. Like, I got to give the Jets all the credit in the world. I'll tell you something, Kachuk. Like, it's not like, I'm not saying suspendable, but he knows what he did. He left, He lifted his feet off, and he's lucky he didn't cut Ch- Shafley. That's who he is. He is. I, I, let's call it out for what it is. He's a dirty hockey player, and the Jets are trying to get back at him, and they're taking penalties and almost cost them today. You said it, man. If this is in an octagon, a bloodbath, like this has been the dirtiest, meanest series right now, but the Jets still, they won today on grit. Can they do it again without their stars? I don't know, man. Like, I could tell you one thing. This is what we're going to talk about. What about the total? Like, are they going to be gassed and bad things happen to get to the over maybe? This is a lot of hockey in a short period of time. Or they're going to play real defensive and maybe have like a two-to-one type of game thing. Like, just play really, really defensive and don't give up any chances. Yeah, I think it'll be really defensive again. I think they'll just sort of play dump and chase, dump it in, don't make mistakes. And if anything, it should slow down the pace a little bit, playing again. Right, being rolled out there once again, and half of the legs are going to start to catch up to them a little bit. You got to believe uh, that the legs catch up to them uh, a little bit. So those are the games that are on before we're going to be on Florida and the Islanders. I'm right, you know, I'll go back. I'm going back to the well once again with the under five and a half, and I lean with the Islanders once again here. Arizona and Nashville. I like the under five and a half. I might just like give up on the Predators. The Jackets and the Leafs, yeah. that's at 4 o'clock Eastern. So, Cam Cam will be in mid-stress job when we start the show. <laughs> um, it'll be the third period. It's going to be all tense and tight. Uh, I know. And you can Horrible tell he's still time. in a bad mood since they lost, um, <laughs> since they lost yesterday. Yeah, yeah well, not horrible. You're going to be, that's it's middle of the stress. Like, right, right in yeah, the middle. Yeah, no, no. You said it, 4 o'clock. Don't drop any F-bombs. I don't. I won't drop any f bombs. I don't know who's making these times though. Like you said it, this is just time. like whacked out. What it is? Even when I woke up today, I'm like, hey, Carolina and uh, the Rangers are on. Like it's just absolutely insane to me the times of these things. But yeah, yeah. I don't know, Gabe. And take a look at the other game. Well, the, the Leafs night are a game. big TV team. That's what surprised yeah. me. The Leafs are a big TV team. So I'm just surprised mm-hmm. uh, that some of the networks actually said, no, 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 no. We're not putting the Leafs on at four in the afternoon. Um, but it is it is what it is. I think there's a rotation. There's a method to the madness. So the Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, that game's at 4 o'clock. And then tomorrow we'll be on, so we'll be able to break down this Calgary-Winnipeg uh, uh, and the Calgary-Winnipeg game. The uh, Carolina Hurricanes and the New York uh, Rangers. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're playing again already, but they get prime time. They played a couple yeah. afternoon games. Now, all right, now you guys are going to be in prime time, you see. So they're, they're sort of mixing it up. A little bit, and then a desperate uh, Vancouver Canuck team tomorrow night. Underdogs plus one hundred, and they were just outclassed. The Canucks battled, but the Minnesota Wild have a lot of veteran players, man, and have played smart playoff hockey games before, and they just sort of outsmarted them. Yeah, they had a good Mm -hmm. game plan. They they were aggressive early. They were just ready for playoff hockey, and the Canucks quite weren't. Right? The Canucks aren't out of it. They got some work to do, but they're not out of it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In-game live continues. I am Gable Red, so we're kicking it with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, as right now the Pelicans are up eight on the Memphis Grizzlies. A little under three minutes remaining in the first half. It is uh, 53 to 45. The Pelicans got off to a hot start. They were up like 18, uh, 18, nine uh, or so. They doubled them up early. Then the, the, the Grizz sort of got back into it, but the Pelicans have been ahead uh, all, uh, all evening. Right now, the in-game uh, number, the Pelicans are minus seven and a half. The total is 230. Uh, and a half. All right, so we got an NBA game uh, coming up uh, here. The San Antonio Spurs, we talked about the Spurs in the first hour of of game time decisions. The Spurs are one of the teams that people people said, well, you know, and including myself, including myself, I said, I wonder about the mentality of the Spurs coming into this. They've got injuries. Greg Popovich is is not young. It's, you know, the coronavirus he seems to be more preoccupied. You know, Poppin seems to be at the end of his yeah. career. He doesn't seem to be, like, desperate to win one more time or anything. You know what I mean? He's just sort of, like, enjoying himself. Like, he's lost a little yeah. bit of the edge. He has. Maybe he's not happy to play with house money. It's, yeah, that's you're an right. It's angle. almost like a last like, hurrah. Or, not last hurrah, but they're almost like, you know, guys, I don't know what's going to happen fun. tomorrow. Like, tomorrow's a free agent, too, Cam. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. DeMar Rosen's a free agent. It's a weird time to be a free agent. It doesn't seem as if though they're going to resign him either. They might. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I don't think so. Like word on the street is, and like word on the street is going to end up with the Orlando Magic, um, or like Sacramento or one of those teams. It'll give him a lot of money, right? So mm-hmm. uh, he'll sort of turn into the next Rudy Gay. <laughs> but please don't so let him do that. <laughs> but they have Rudy Gay on that team too. It's funny. So that's why people are like, man, you got Rudy Gay, you got Demar Derozan. Yeah. You got DeJounte Murray. You got a couple of young dudes. Like, this team isn't Chuckers. going anywhere. Yeah, and Chuckers exactly, but it's working for them. They're 2-0, and and the number keeps yep. going up right now. It's up to 7.5 right now. I'm taking them tonight. I'd wait, Gabe. I think you'd probably get a smooth 8. 7.5 uh, is a nice number, but you're right. You know, people are just going to go, oh, yeah, the Sixers, uh, they're going to f- find their way back. I think I'm going to ride this one with you. Listen, I-, I don't really love these games because I look at Philadelphia and if Embiid and the rest of this team turn it on, they can beat these guys by double digits. But I don't like to get in front of teams that are starting to play well and momentum and friendship and looseness. And maybe the, the vibe is just cool. You're right. Like when you're working for a stress case all the time, after a while, he's kind of like, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to chill out a little bit. You guys play a more free-flowing style and it's working for them. They don't really have any pressure on them and they're playing with house money and all of a sudden they're winning. So that uh, winning's a good recipe, but... Uh, the attractive points, like I don't like to lay big numbers with Philadelphia, but yeah, it's San Antonio, maybe you get eight points by then. I, I think I'll buy in as well. The Philadelphia 76ers are one of the most overrated teams in all of sport. They are. like they, They're yeah. nothing but talk. They're nothing but hype. They never back anything up. 
they never win. Like I said, they win at home. They're not at home. And I wondered what it was going to be like for them. You know, they're they're a bad road team, but you're not on the road. So you're sort of on a neutral floor. I didn't I didn't know it would be a positive or a negative or how it would play out for them, but it seems to be a negative. Like they just you know, they don't they can't I don't know if it's the Philly fans, the environment, whatever the hell it is, they're not the same team when they're not on that floor and they're not with those people uh, behind them. They're just not. There's not good team chemistry on this team, all right? There there never has been. Ben Simmons and Embiid aren't on the same page, like, personally. You know, they've been there for years. I don't think they dislike each other. I just, you know what I mean? It's just they're different people. Um, they They just don't seem to be on the same page. No one can get them on the same page. They tried Jimmy Butler. They've tried other people, like, to sort of with the chemistry stuff. It never works out. Embiid and Shake Milton, like, got into a fight on the court the other night. It's like, guys, it's your first game in the bubble, and you're fighting in a court side here? Like, it's ridiculous. Like, really? Like, yeah. you guys, this is good. It's your first game. Like, I can get that, like, you know, game six of a playoff series, and things are tense. The first game back, you guys start fighting about positioning and whose fault it is, and, like... Yeah. They don't get along. I'm telling you, like they're not, they're not like on the same page. These guys, like they're all in the room. They don't really. They're not a unit. They're not a real team. And Brett Brown can't seem to like gel them together for whatever reason. But they have good players, right? But yeah, I don't. I don't think Brown's no a very good coach either. <laughs> no, he's just. It's not. He's not the right. Like they, they've given yeah. him a chance. He can't reach these guys, they have. right? Like exactly. To, for me, for me, you've got to break up Simmons and Embiid. Like that, for me, yeah. you can't have two of the five guys on the court. Like, that's a problem. Their personalities are two the same in a, in a weird way. Like, in the sense that Ben Simmons is a laid-back guy, but he's kind of a jerk. You know what I mean? But he's laid-back, but he's kind of like, he doesn't really talk much. It's not like he's a jerk and he talks. He's kind of a jerk because he doesn't talk. Like, he's not really friends with his teammates and stuff, bro. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, he as soon as the game's over, he goes like he hangs out with Kardashian, with one of the Kardashian chicks, and like that's, that's not his cool. mindset exactly. <laughs> like he's not. That's it's not like good. game over, and then he goes with the Kardashian yeah. right after, and they all know, bro, you can't shoot. Like why don't you go yeah. practice your shooting instead of going like hang out with the Kardashians at a club right now, right? So there's tension there, and Bede is a tense guy. He wants to win, but he's a big baby and he can't handle anything. So every time something happens to him, he gets rattled. He starts getting mad and all frustrated. Or he cries or like he's just too emotional. He can't control himself. Tobias Harris is like the poor dude. Just like he tries. Like they have weird chemistry. Like you said, like when they play in Philadelphia, they can blow you out. I just I think this number is wrong. And I, I maybe I'm wrong. I could be. I've been you know I've been before, but I'm just stating. I don't see, like, this Philadelphia team. I don't think there's a switch for them to flip, Cap. Like, you know what I mean? They are who they are. Like, they, I think it'll be a battle for them to win this basketball game tonight. And they'll probably end up arguing with each other and stuff. Or they'll lose outright and people want to fire Brett Brown in the bubble. He'll be, like, the, the only coach to get fired in the bubble. You imagine if they fire a coach in a bubble, you're gone. <laughs> Yeah, see ya. Yeah, he gets to go home. <laughs> see ya, guys. I'm leaving the bubble. <laughs> Screw you guys. Uh, the thing is, you're right about the, you're right about Philadelphia too, and I don't know the correlation between home cooking and the way they play. It's just it's it's unheard of. It's absolutely unheard of the night and day aspect of this team when they're playing in front of fans in philadelphia it's like you know they kind of take take on that uh, mo and then they go away neutral site bubble whatever they they play like junk they've been very disappointing so far it's hard to get in front of Sac uh, san antonio because they I, it's that's the thing sports it's a human aspect too if everything was the same philadelphia should murder these guys when it comes to talent but you know san antonio's having fun they're hitting shots they're they're having a good time they're starting to gel so you know i like to be on the side of uh, those type of teams yeah i yeah I, I think we can do it gabe 8 points i i like the points i'm i'm staying away 7 and a half you keep saying you want yeah, eight. sorry 7, seven and, and a half. half waiting for 8 Wait. 7 and a half sorry that's that's my bad yeah 7 and a half why no, your number is all over the place today Kevin. it's like you it's like the numbers you want to bet and the numbers that are in reality, buddy, are two different things. Yeah, yeah, no, it's true. I didn't hit refresh on the one for the hockey. That's, a my, that's, like my, a, that's my fault. That's Cam my fault. I should have refreshed it. Yeah, no, I do, I do want to bargain. You, you know me. There's no bartering at the betting window, though. You're right. Seven and a half. 
I, uh, it's tough, Gabe. But small play, small play. Because you know Philadelphia and the talent they had, they can show up, and they could run these guys I'm out of the gym. Of I just like the. You're not. I'm, I'm not, not scared. scared. Of I'm not. I'm not scared of the Sixers. No, I'm not scared of the Sixers. No, well, never. I, I don't have to play them, but I'm saying like, no, I'm not. No, I. I don't think I'm not even concerned. I think if they show up, they can win the game outright, but not by eight. Mm-hmm. Like I think if the Sixers show up and have a good game and whatever, they'll win the game by six or seven or something. Okay. Let's say you know one fourteen, one oh eight. Yeah, you know, one one thirteen, one oh nine. In in that in that yeah. range. You know, in in that range, I don't want to get carried away with the props. You you can get Embiid uh, rebounds and points, thirty nine and a half. It's a lot. It's like you you're counting every one of them. Like when you play that number, yeah. You know? Demar Derozan is um, twenty one and a half points, and Demar Demar got twenty seven points so far in the bubble. Uh, so in their two games, the Spurs, Demar scored twenty seven, but he only scored fourteen against Memphis. Well, you know, he was cold. He went five for 10 uh, from the field. Um, against Sacramento, he went 10 of 13 from the field. He lit it up. But thing with DeMar DeRozan is, you look at his playing time, it's very consistent. Like, he's mm-hmm. getting, like, in the two bubble games, he played 38 minutes and 34 minutes. So today, it's back-to-back. He'll probably play 32, 33, 34 in the same range again. So at least you're getting a lot of minutes, and you're only asking for 22 points uh, here this evening. I, I don't love it. I don't like, um, you know, the props are just so sharp. I try to fly under the radar and find, you know, kind of the uh, the stranger props, the, the lesser-known players. But I, I can live with tomorrow over 21.5. It's a fair number. But I like the Spurs better. I'm going to take the Spurs. And I'm going to take the over in the game as well, Cam. No reason it's not a track meet. Most of these games have been. Like, the, if you notice, the ones that aren't, the Raptors aren't. And the sort of ones that people where they set these crazy totals for aren't. But well, the Raptors play speaking, defense, and Miami yeah. plays defense. Generally speaking, why the though, game these went games under the have been pretty high scoring. Like I the agree. Bubble is uh, playing yeah, to the over. Yes, it is. It's. I don't know how long it'll play to the over. There will be adjustments, but the Raptors play defense, as I said. Miami plays defense. That's why you get an under in those games. Those teams actually know how to play defense. Uh, for an update in your game, Gabe, it's amazing. Two guys hit. Two Yankees hit home runs, but not the guy you need. Like. Brett Gardner oh. hit a home run. LeMahieu hit a home run off Arietta. Not your guy yet, but long baseball game to go. So the Yankees have taken We've the lead. Time. And uh, and meet the Mets. The Mets have just scored a run. So one to nothing for the Mets over the Braves early in that one, too. Did you jump in uh, on the Mets with the ground? Well, I'm on, yeah, I'm on the Mets. Yeah, I'm on the Mets and the Mets uh, under eight. Uh, I, I just think it's a good spot for them uh, today. It's just one of those things. They they were horrible over the weekend. Like, you know baseball, Gabe. It's ebbs, ebbs and flows. And, yeah, they usually don't give DeGrom run support. One run's not a lot of support. But the good thing about DeGrom, too, is he can generate his own offense. He's been known to bat in him. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he's at the designated hitter. But, anyway, he used to do that. He used to do that stuff. He is so damn good. It's just eventually, you know, if he can hold the Braves to – one or two runs, I think the Mets can actually do them a favor. That's the thing about this team right now. They have a lot of, you know, sophomore slumps and guys that just aren't getting key opportune hits. It'll come around for them. They do have decent bats. It's just a matter of time. I think the, the Mets have a pitching advantage tonight. Uh, I've got um, I've got the strikeout prop in this game, so I don't want Soroka to get lit up too much and he gets knocked out, knocked out of the baseball game. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, uh, Soroka has zero strikeouts zero uh strikeouts and in fact he's walked uh four batters jacob de mm. on the other hand already has four strikeouts his prop was seven and a half he's got four through two innings uh right now very impressive start uh for jacob de and um and you uh met backers uh have to feel happy at least they got a run up on the board uh, for him um, Yankees, as you mentioned, it's a home run. Uh, there's home runs for the Yankees, but not Aaron Judge yet. It's 2-1, though, uh, for the Yankees. That could be a little bit of a, of a uh, sweat job for Yankee backers. Laid a massive price against Philadelphia uh, there. Kansas City and uh, and the Cubs. I actually like the Cubs here. I'm going to jump in on the Cubs. Eh, why not just pick on Kansas City here? Got a, got a little in-game live uh, impulse play. I like the Cubs in this spot. Yeah, 8.30 start, um, Cubs. 
Uh, it's, it's just something, yeah, you know what, Gabe, the more I think about it, you're right. It is The, the line is a little bit light. It's because of Mills. Mills isn't a very good pitcher for the Cubs, and everyone likes to pick on uh, Double D, Danny Duffy, for uh, the Royales with cheese there. The Interesting. I'm laying I'm laying off this game. I, something just smells like a weird game. I'm going to pass. Could be a trap. I mean, it was, listen, it was minus 150 when we talked about it about 20 minutes ago or 30 minutes ago. It's up to minus 154 now. People slowly mm-hmm. chipping away, jumping in on the Cubbies uh, in this spot. We'll get some more late baseball picks before we're done uh, here. You got L.A. and San Diego, too, on the board. We didn't get into that game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In-game live continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. Kevin Walsh is going to step up and in in a couple of minutes and uh, take my place and kick it with the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. I'm going to be back at midnight tonight uh, breaking it down. Sports Rage uh, late night. And then it replays overnight on these same very radio stations that you're listening to us on uh, right now. So I took Mike Soroka over strikeouts tonight. That's not going to hit. The Mets just put up another couple of runs. It's 3 nothing for the Mets right now. But uh, that's the Braves' least of their concerns. Soroka has just left the baseball game. But I don't know, dude. Freak injury, man. He basically, there was like a, it was a grounder. He was running to first base to cover first base. He tripped on the hill. Like he stepped off the rubber. And yep. when he, like he started running and he basically fell off the hill. And it looked harmless enough, but he fell off the hill and you can sort of see the ankle turn and oh, he tried man. to get up and right away he just collapsed and you could see him drop a big F-bomb. When he hit the ground again, he knew, he knows something just happened. So he's like, he couldn't walk. Like they, no stretcher, but they they needed to like, you know, carry him off the field. So he's out of the baseball game right now. There goes my strikeout prop. I hope he's all right, you know, for him. But there goes my strikeout prop. Just like that. That's a stupid thing with props, Cam. What are you going to do? Guy, you know exactly. I mean? Freak injury. What are you going to do? Yeah. I don't play a lot of props. It's just sometimes, yeah, it's just one of those things. And you can't predict these things. And if you're the Philadelphia Phillies in the division, you're thinking, wow, think about the Braves, Gabe. Fulte already got sent down. Um, Soroka is one of their best pitchers. We'll see what what happens with them. 
Uh, that's horrible because the guy's a very, very good pitcher. And, uh, no, you don't like to see anything like that. That division's competitive to begin with. It's going to be interesting to see how the Braves handle that. And nobody's going to want to trade for anybody right now. All right, right well, we're already out of time here. But oh, Cam's going to be here, so I'll tell you what. Give me the uh, give me the Montreal Canadiens and give me the under in the game. Give me the Edmonton Oilers and the over. And I'm going to take the San Antonio Spurs plus the points in the over. What you got, Cam? There's a six-pack yeah, for take people. The, yeah, the six-pack. I got the Pittsburgh Penguins, Edmonton Oilers, and my dog in baseball, the Giants, plus 114. There we go. More in-game. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.